Welcome to the second episode of Travel Matters podcast anchored by Dr. Rishita De and myself Rukmini Sen Professor Sociology School of Liberal Studies at Dr. B R Ambedkar University Delhi Today's episode is titled Non-Human Journeys and Companionships We all know birds migrate across borders and boundaries without passport while animals in the wild walk for miles in search of food sometimes even coming into what has now become human territories in today's episode however we will talk about how after being domesticated and tamed non-humans become travel companions to humans mainly to cater to the needs and desires of the latter we will make a journey through wars kinship relations livelihoods and tourism all of which can have a functional non-human co-traveler Let us then embark on this journey with the non-humans. Animals have been used by humans to transport food and ammunition during war times. In the First World War, the British Army, which could boast that it was the most mechanized of the belligerent forces, relied largely on horsepower for its transport. By November 1918 the British army had that many horses which helped to distribute 34000 tons of meat and 45000 tons of bread each month trained dogs were used to carry messages from the front lines especially by the german forces and both sides made particularly heavy use of pigeons trained birds which could fly at a speed of 40 km per hour or even faster relaying messages back from the front lines to the headquarters often more reliably or securely than telecommunications or even radio so we know what was right in the film maine pyar kiya and its song kabutar ja 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 After all we know the connections between war and love don't we There are stories of the Indian army also one such being the army using mules to carry artilleries as well as general supplies A mule named Pedongi after the battle of Pedong in Sikkim pulled loads from 1962 to 1992 and was made the company mascot. By the time she died in 1998 she had entered the Guinness World Records as the longest serving military mule. Outside the army mules are used in pilgrimage spots like the Vaishno Devi on Himalayan treks in areas like Ladakh and in particular in the bricklin industry of North India clearly as the 2017 book 
Tamed, 10 Species That Changed the World, by Alice Roberts suggests, we find dogs running with hunters, wheat cattle and rice traveling with the earliest farmers, horses carrying their riders out of the steppe into history, apples stored in saddlebags, chickens spreading with empires, potatoes and maize crossing the Atlantic on trade winds. Clearly, humans have been entangled with other species in symbiotic relationships and traveling together. Some of you who know me for a while are aware that we care for seven dogs and as a result of that we know what impacts our travel has on them and the ways to arrange for their travel. Of course, the only place that Shahumoni, Obhimanyu and the Mahabharat clan, as they are called, have travelled is to their doctor's clinic and usually in autos. No permission other than a willing auto driver is required for that journey. However, there are clearly mentioned guidelines in Indian laws on traveling animals. Dogs, cats, monkeys, cattle, equines, sheep, goats, poultry, pigs are the different types of animals mentioned in the Transportation of Animal Rules of 1978, which comes under the Motor Vehicles Act. Travel can happen through rail, road or sea, depending upon the type of an animal. There are certain general conditions of travel, the most important being the certification from a veterinary doctor that the animal is fit to travel. Now, now, is that not sounding like showing RT-PCR tests or doing double vaccination before humans can travel in a post-pandemic global world? The 1978 rules also say newborn, diseased, blind, emaciated, lame, fatigued, pregnant animals will not be transported according to the rules. It is also said that troublesome animals shall be given tranquilizers before loading during transport. I am reminded of a story chronicled by Delhi's Mayank Austin Sufi in his blog post titled Mission Delhi Kalu Jorbag of a street dog similar to our feral companions. However, travelling to UK with the human companions he lived with. Kalu got a pet passport, a new sovereignty to travel in 2013 after his blood samples were shipped to England for approval. He travelled in the British Airways in special carriages arranged by a pet travel company and upon reaching the Heathrow, Kalu was received by members of the JCS Livestock, a company that transports tropical fish, earthworms and zebras. Kalu, who travelled from the streets of Delhi to the UK, recently passed away after living a full dog life, as Sufi says. 
While domesticating animals helped them serve in battles that humans lodged against each other, having them in a domestic relationship generates kinship intimacies, as Radhika Govindarajan shows in her 2019 book, Kinship Intimacies, Beastly Love in the Himalayas. While engaging with the concept of relatedness, she says, some of these animals like goat, cow, monkey, pig, dogs moved between the forest and the village, shifting physical and conceptual spaces themselves with an ease that made it difficult to sustain human placements of them as creatures of the home. Rather than explaining this relatedness as pets or tamed, she wrote, Pahari animals were related to Pahari people by virtue of their shared subjection to Pahari Devi Devta. It is this intersubjective relatedness of care that we find in Kalu's story, which also reminds us of the Mahabharat, the epic. The five Pandava brothers and their wife Draupadi walking towards Himalayas is what is known as the Mahaprasthanika Parva, the book of the great journey, where a dog befriends them and walks along with them. Of course, the twist in the tale always happened when my grandmother, while reading the Mahabharat to me as a child, would reveal that this dog whom Yudhishthir would not abandon and get into Indra's chariot to go to the destined heaven because he had by then become a friend and a companion. But the dog in reality was the deity of righteousness, Dharma. The moral of the story? A dog as loyal travel companion to humans? Or Dharma, the eternal reality, taking a journey to heaven as a dog. I leave it to the listeners to decide. The state in which Govindarajan did her ethnography, the High Court of the same state of Uttarakhand, delivered an important judgment on July 5th, 2018, on the health and well-being of traveling animals. The Uttarakhand High Court declared that the entire animal kingdom, including avian and aquatic animals, are hereby declared legal entities, having corresponding rights, duties and liabilities of a living person. The current judgment was in response to a public interest litigation on the health of donkeys and other transport animals used along the 14-kilometer route from the town of Banabasa in Uttarakhand to Mahendranagar in Nepal. While on the specific petition, the court pronounced maintenance of the medical health of transport animals and prohibiting cruelty to animals, it also made a wider affirmation of providing rights of non-citizen persons, namely right to equality and right to live with dignity, extending to non-humans. While we just heard about animals being used as a means of transport, we could also talk about animals for tourism purposes. 
While it is, of course, Satyajit Ray's Shonar Killa, the Golden Fortress, and Lal Mohan Ganguly's iconic camel-riding experience in Jaisalmer, that as a film buff I recollect. Yet, for this podcast, I would like to throw some light on nomadic communities, traveling animals, and how livelihood is an intrinsic aspect of animal travel and tourism. There can be many examples to give on this, but in this episode, I will focus only on the camel-rearing communities, mostly in Rajasthan and Gujarat. As per an Economic Times report, there has been a decline in the overall camel population as the utility of the animals as beasts of burden has reduced. In October 2012, the 19th Livestock Census revealed that the Indian camel population had heavily declined. The Raika Raberi community is closely associated with the camel. However, Rajputs, Bishnois, Jats, Sindhi Muslims and Gujars also breed or use the breed camels. The Kharai camels of Kutch are the only ones of their kind in the world that can swim. They live with the Jat community who have been nomadic camel herders for generations in a beautifully symbiotic relationship. It is not known exactly when these camels started swimming. But the Fakirani Jat community says that they have been crossing waters with their camels for about 300 years. In recent times, this community is facing restrictive grazing laws, social hostility and falling incomes. Camels are essential to herders because they survive the heat require little water and offer their milk and hair in return. But the Raikas find themselves struggling to survive. Rajasthan's Pushkar Mela is one of the most important animal fairs in the country, where more than 1,000 camel herders attend the festival with their livestock from Pali, Bikaner, Jodhpur, Jaisalmer districts. Changes are taking place to traditional livelihoods of communities connected to animals. According to a 2018 Youth Ki Awaaz story, Aman Raberi, an eighth-generation camel herder, owns 100 camels and grazes his camels on the outskirts of Puraka Mohalla in Ajmer for up to 12 hours a day for most of the year. His son, however, works in Bangalore as he doesn't find this traditional camel husbandry a profitable business anymore. A similar concern has been made about losing grazing land in the 2008 report of the National Commission for Denotified Nomadic and Seminomadic Tribes of the Government of India. Donna Haraway in Companion Species Manifesto, Dogs, People and Significant Otherness, by telling stories of cohabitation, coevolution, and embodied cross-species sociality, asked the question whether current life worlds will be informed with companion species. It is towards this hope of companion and livable politics 
that finds expression in the way flood stranded animals in 2018 kerala floods were recovered they were made to travel through boats and jetties to areas not submerged under water through rescue efforts made by various animal protection agencies of kerala and pune we began this episode with war and we will end with heterosexual marriage animals while not traveling large distances play a crucial role in many of delhi's and north india's upper caste heterosexual marriages where the groom traditionally rides horses a ghori to their wedding ceremony when the female horses are rented for marriages they are made to walk more than 30 to 50 kilometers to the venue a trek that starts early morning and lasts the whole day by evening they reach the barath headquarters and stand outside for several hours till the groom and their party are ready to leave in june 2018 people for ethical treatment of animals peta requested couples to go for horse free weddings and circulated a pledge for heterosexual couples to sign this is mainly because that these animals get injured and are traumatized by the loud music crowds and firecrackers which are burst at these weddings it is not worthy when peta website announced in june 2019 that celebrity couples are having horse free weddings notable names that find place in this announcement are shahid kapoor meera rajput anushka sharma and virat kohli as i end the episode we hope that while you may not have traveled with an animal you would have realized how non-human animals remain one of the trusted and contested travel companions for humans it is worthy to note that non-humans have helped humans in war they have traveled as companions they travel for purposes of ensuring livelihood for animals and many of these livelihoods are intrinsically attached to tourist destinations in deserts and the mountains keep waiting and tune in for the third episode of travel matters when dr rishita dev will be back with botanical travels do reach out to us at travelmattersconnect@gmail.com Check our website Travel Matters our Twitter and Insta handles Bye from your host Rukmini as you keep traveling and stay connected